You're listening to episode 251 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without actually giving us money. Or you can always just give us money by donating via PayPal. A link to that is also available at 360vegaspodcast.com. This podcast has been enhanced, which means it has segment chapters, pictures related to the content being discussed, and links to referenced articles, our blog, and opportunities to support the show via our affiliates and PayPal donations. Enjoy! Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas! Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. I feel like I'm hearkening back to my childhood where you know this, obviously, seeing um, photographs of me as a kid. You act like you're in your childhood still. What are you talking? This is like your second childhood. Whatever. (laughs) You've got more toys now than you know what to do with. The point I'm trying to make (laughs) is very similar to where my parents never put me down for a nap. Because you, you couldn't. You couldn't put me down. No, you now. couldn't. But the good thing about me is I would always run myself out of gas. So all they had to do was wait. Was find where I ended up where finally running out of gas. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they found you in some interesting spots. Yeah. And it that's kind of what it feels like I'm doing now. As we've been discussing, that this, this whole creative streak I've been on has been morphing into an adjusted sleep schedule and wake schedule and it seems to continually be shifting backwards and yeah so last night i sent you a text at like 10 after 8 because i'm like let me catch him before he goes to bed and you didn't respond and you responded this morning at 2 51 a.m i didn't realize i responded (laughs) yeah you did yeah and uh the thing about that is i thought i was going to be able to get up at two but the kids were being a bit rambunctious, and I couldn't get to sleep. Like, they were making noise downstairs. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'll tell you what, those two little ones, for being four pounds a piece, make a shitload of noise. Yeah, those are cats in general. But Yeah, but uh, even if I'm downstairs in the living room, if they're upstairs with you once you've gone to bed, holy crap, it sounds like a herd of elephants running around yeah, up and here. It's, it's really funny. when the, These two don't give a fuck what time of day it is. When, and when they're in the mood to play, it's happening. Like, this shit is happening. You People oh, yeah. are just going to have to get used to it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I was teasing you the other day. I'm like, you realize that you're going to get to the point where you're going to go to sleep literally right after work and you're going to wake up at midnight and start your day. I could honestly see that happening at some point because it, the I, that's how this thing shifted so rapidly this week because uh, kind of getting tired as I'm playing Assassin's Creed and I'm like, why am I, I'm fighting sleep 
Or I just go to sleep. I'll just get up earlier and do. And then it just dramatically shifted. Like I was getting ready to go to bed at like seven something, but then it, it, crazy shit going on around here with cats and dogs and. <laughs> I, I just I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's start the show. He's Mark, I'm Karen, and as always, we are going to start with Random Vegas. Originally, the circus acts at Circus Circus performed right over the gaming pits. They were later restricted to a specific area of the resort because they distracted and annoyed serious gamblers. And not just that one time that they actually fell into the pit. <laughs> that, can you imagine? I, You're sitting there playing, all of a sudden, crash, his body comes down and lands yeah. on the table in front of you. And, well, I mean, and you would assume the guy didn't die because if he did, they would have mentioned that in the story. And that's not like, I didn't read that in one place. I'd read it in many places. You'd think they would have referenced if the guy actually died. Yeah. So, I'm sure there were serious injuries. What well, you would hope. Yeah. yeah. I mean, something falling from. Well, no, you don't hope, but well, you would just right. expect. <laughs> right, but. We don't hope. Oh, my God, I hope he was seriously hurt. That's <laughs> not what I meant. I just mean. It, it, you it would, would think. It would be would very hope. unbreakable like if the guy fell from the fucking ceiling doing acrobatics, lands on a poker table, and jumps up like, ta da! <laughs> <laughs> That would be funny. Yeah, I can't imagine the madhouse that that would create. Like, I just think about any gaming table with a lot of chips on it. I mean, let's not even think about roulette or uh, uh, or craps. But roulette would probably be the easier one to do it. But like craps, because of the, the deeper table, it probably wouldn't be as big. I mean, they get all shaken up. But like, even just as something as simple as, as blackjack, just, oh, everything's wiped out. And then all the shit you got behind you, everything, every everything the dealers got. Yeah. I mean, it would definitely be a mess. Yeah. And I could see, honestly, if you were on, if you were sitting there trying to pay attention to a game and people are, like, doing flips and trapeze and stuff over your head, yeah, that would be... I mean, there's a lot of noise and distractions in a casino anyway that you have to try to tune out if you're a serious gambler. Yeah. Uh, that would be... It just wouldn't be fun. It'd be annoying. You know what it would be like? You know how we go to a lot of places and they'll have, like, a live band in there and you're like, oh... God damn it! This live band is too fucking loud. It's mm-hmm. annoying. We can't we can't talk to each other. Can't do anything. Uh, I'll bet you that like, was what, what it's like. Ladies and gentlemen, shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about the twit pick of the week? Black and white photography has a timeless quality to it. It can take virtually any setting and make it striking, even somewhat iconic. Unique to its medium, it has the ability to quiet the visual noise color can bring to a photograph and instead draw focus to the spirit of the moment. Unique to Las Vegas, it does not do any of that. Black and white seems to take the enormity of Vegas and its exterior majesty of lights and reduce it to a monochromatic view that, while still beautiful, can almost be mistaken for any bustling city in America in the 1950s. Almost. No place is this better showcase than on Fremont Street, and in this week's Twit Pick of the Week, shared by at Tony Elia, it's color and the vast arrays of it that intentionally overwhelm the senses and make Vegas an experience like no other. One of the few places in the world where you are reminded just how small and insignificant a single person is in the great scheme of all things, while simultaneously giving you the feeling that you are part of something much bigger than yourself. While your contribution to the collective whole may be little more than a pebble tossed in a lake, Vegas is the place where you get to enjoy your ripple effect, regardless of how short its existence is. 
so one thing that I, I kind of disagree with you in the, the monologue and the little descriptor is that you know you kind of say that black and white can reduce this to being any other small town or any other town in America in the 50s and at least you put the almost qualifier yeah. in there because they're even looking at this picture I was like this is a cool picture and I don't think that this is any place other than downtown Vegas I yeah. mean but but if you didn't know Vegas and you saw that you'd be like wow where's this whereas when you see Vegas neon you're like oh that what is that Las Vegas see I don't I don't agree it, it, it's a I stretch think Vegas I, I'm has not going to exaggerate it, it, I, I, I'm not I'm not going to pretend that I'm not stretching that definition there. I just think as amazing as Vegas neon is, especially at night, especially on Fremont Street, when you put it in black and white, I think it takes something away from it. I do think it is still beautiful. The, the only part of this picture that I think could be mistaken for any other town in the 50s is, and I don't even know what it is, it's right up front on the left, that like TWA ticket office or whatever that could be <laughs> no that's what it says in the no picture. I know TWA. I know I saw it I know but you're laughing at me like what are you talking about <laughs> but that part could be a movie marquee and maybe one like the Fremont sign could be mistaken for a movie theater or a theater marquee to get your attention but then once you start seeing one after the other after the other there is no other town in America especially in the 50s that had that many lights in that short of a distance it's a cool picture. I disagree with you on that aspect. Fine. As always, we will link to the photo on our blog, feature it on all our social media outlets such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Google+, and Twitter, as well as the enhanced version of the show, which you should be seeing right now. Let's move into the news. First up, we are going to talk about a shooting in downtown Reno. While it won't stop any one of those guilty of over-reporting on the Vegas shooting, it's worth noting that the excessive media coverage of the Vegas shooting did exactly what we said it would do this week, inspired someone else to do something similar. Tuesday night, police received reports of shots being fired from an apartment complex in downtown Reno. Think I'm over-exaggerating? The two situations are related? The shooting came from the Montauk condo complex, the very same one the Vegas shooter owned a unit in less than a year ago. The New York Daily News demonstrated what a worthless TMZ piece of shit news organization they are when they reported that the quote, sharpshooter fired from the downtown Reno condo that was once home to the man behind the Vegas massacre, or Las Vegas massacre. There's only one Vegas, everyone knows which one it is. I know, but I said quote. Apparently, the worst sharpshooter in the history of someone given such a title, while sporadic shots were reportedly fired at the street down below for over 20 minutes, no one was injured. <laughs> including the shooter's hostage. You had a hostage? Yes, there's more. Oh, I can't wait. The event ended in the shooter's death. It's unclear if it was self-inflicted or if the SWAT team responding to the incident were responsible. It's also unclear exactly why there was a hostage or if the shooting came from the actual unit the Vegas shooter used to own. Don't expect an update once such details are revealed, as once again, we have no interest in being part of the glorification of such things, nor encouraging the next crazy, desperately looking for media attention, and there will be one. So, so wait a second. So there was a hostage? Yeah. 
or somebody that claimed they were a hostage. Because if the shooter was dead, and it was either self-inflicted or by the SWAT team, then the hostage was still alive. So the hostage could say, it wasn't me, I was a hostage, <laughs> that's, that's I didn't want to be yeah, here. Yeah, that's a good point. Let me think of that. Yeah. So I, how, wait, how do you shoot for 20 minutes and not hit anybody? That enraged me when I read this fucking New York Daily News. Yeah. The sharpshooter, like, going, oh, the worst sharpshooter in the history of sharpshooters ever shot for 20 fucking minutes and, and didn't, didn't hit, hit anyone. No, like, like, not even didn't kill someone. Didn't hit anyone. <laughs> there were no injuries reported. Like, not even an accidental ricochet. That's... Yeah. Yeah. That's I, not I, a I want. I want to physically assault the fucking worthless pieces of shit that wrote that, that approved it to be written, the editor, the fucking publisher, all of them. I want to I wanna rip their fucking throats out. Well, and to your point, okay, so it might have been the same condo building. I don't know if it was, I mean, if it, I, and I didn't read the article, so I'm going based on the summary yeah. here, but did, I mean, do they really know if it, you know, for them to say the same condo that, okay, maybe the same building that they owned a condo in, are you really sure it's the same condo? Right, and what, and which is also why I made the preface of, while that is mildly interesting to know, I will refuse to read any other stories on it, and I'm not reporting on it. So if, if it is, don't care. If it isn't, don't care. Don't care. Just wanted to point out, I fucking told you this was going to happen. From all the bullshit, the, all the over-reporting fucking shit, boom. So enjoy it. That's your fault. That is your fault. So wait, this happened Tuesday night. So it's funny because I, I do watch the news in the mornings, and then I, I check... I think it's USA Today and some other app on my phone I scroll through to get. I saw absolutely nothing on this. That's on because, any of those. Yeah. Well, because Reno. <laughs> well, yeah. And and Wait. the fucker didn't hit anybody. Was it was it Jim Jeffries? Who kept making who jokes kept about... Who doing a joke yeah. about in North Korea, bomb Reno, nobody's going to care. And so now they've... Like, they actually declared, like, an anti-Jim Jeffries day right. in Reno because but, of but it. Di but didn't cancel his shows in Reno and that was the joke he was going to be performing in Reno. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> well, I guess who's the who's ever the guy that took over the Daily Show? Uh, Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah. He was doing it about Toledo, Ohio the other day. Once once so the news came out that the North Korean missiles can actually hit any place in the US. So there's like one comedian, I forget who it was, that said Makes me feel better to know that it's not just California that's in. Now it's like the whole U.S. So it's not we're we're not the only ones being targeted. But then Trevor Noah says something about you know like Toledo, Ohio, the epicenter of culture in America. That's T O L E D O. <laughs> it's just like okay, here we go. Someone else is going to complain about it. Yeah, right. I, I know, right? Trevor Noah doesn't have an original idea at all. He has to even rip off that idea and do it worse. Worse, yeah. Now Jim Jeffries was hilarious when he told me one thing. All right, let's move on. This one's kind of funny. The Bellagio poker cage was robbed. I swear, that place gets robbed like twice a year. Does it really? <laughs> Bellagio seems to get robbed all the time. It just seems like there was another. Wasn't there an attempted robbery? No, they had ones with pig masks on. That was the last one. No, but, well, go ahead and, and read right. through this because I, I didn't look ahead to see if this was the story I thought I heard about, but go ahead. This week, it was reported that the poker cage at Bellagio was robbed at gunpoint. Police believe they have enough information per video surveillance to apprehend the robber despite the use of an elaborate disguise consisting of eyeglasses, a wig, and a partially bandaged face. He apparently went to the school of disguise a la Clark Kent. <laughs> no word how much money he made away with, and the Chevy Cruze getaway vehicle he had has already been recovered. 
Apparently enjoying some leisure time, actor James Woods was playing poker 30 feet away from where the robbery took place. He made a point to tweet kudos to the staff of the Bellagio, who handled the situation so well, no one knew what was happening until it was over. You have to imagine that's kind of common unless the robber's making a, a fucking ruckus. Yeah. Because they're supposed to do whatever the fuck they're supposed to, you know, anybody says, give me all the money, but like, just give it to them. Yeah. No, so what I was thinking of, I actually saw, and, and this is funny, I can't believe somebody actually got away with it, because I, I didn't, and maybe I just watched Ocean's Eleven too many times to hear <laughs> all the, you know, this guy actually breathed fresh air or something like that right. before they took him down. But no, I heard something else in the news, and maybe if this is coming up later, I apologize. Nope, doesn't look like it is. So I think it was M Resorts. There was a guy that That was tried. last week. That was last week. Was it? It was last week. I, I reported just, on it last week. I just week. listened to the show. I don't remember. Maybe that's where it. you heard it from. <laughs> maybe it is. All right, never mind. <laughs> I, did, I listened to the show on the drive yesterday, actually. That, that so. would make sense that that's where you heard it from, because it was I one of the main stories. I heard something. Anyway, okay. <laughs> no, that's right. It was. So now I'm hearing Alistair's voice talking about... <laughs> I I'm heard sorry. on this really hilarious Vegas <laughs> podcast. It's been a long day. <laughs> and at least, obviously, so what I'm hearing is at least st- it's sticking with me. I just blocked the voices out. Right. Knows it is. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Okay. Well, it'll be interesting to see uh, if they actually catch this guy, but funny that they already found the getaway car. Yeah. Next up, we have more Palms renovation details. Eater Vegas shared some more details regarding the click or clique hospitality, I don't care, so don't correct me, hospitality plans mm-hmm. to contribute to the recently announced Palms renovation. Okay, well, their names and where they'll be located were shared. Camden Cocktail Lounge will take over the space formerly home to Social Table, the lounge located right in front of you on the casino floor as you enter the property from the Porker Shore. That thing was just renovated like a year ago, maybe two tops. It's been a while since we've been down to Palms. When so. we went and stayed at the Palms, which was like two years ago. Was it that just was, two years ago? It, it, three tops. Regardless, three years, you're going to fucking replace that? And it was sharp then. It well, was if it really wasn't, cool. It wasn't catching enough attention to actually bring people in. Yeah, I guess. And the Opal Room. <laughs> I remember when I was writing this. Do you remember uh, the Opal Ring Crusaders? No. I can't remember if it's Family Guy or if it's... I, I want to say it's Family Guy, where Meg and her boyfriend found a way to get around not uh, abstaining from sex by having sex in the ear, because that wasn't... They didn't break their, their vow okay. of chastity. Yeah. It, it was either that or South Park. No, I, that that was a Meg thing. Was that... No, no, no. I know the... I, I mean, the Opal Ring Crusaders. I can't remember if, if they were... I, I know both of them had jokey things about people come in to school and talked about not having sex but basically having sex in weird other places you know places it's it ga- it's got to be family guy because i can't imagine south park was telling fourth graders about not having sex i know they did have the butt out where they encouraged them to not smoke <laughs> and they thought they were such douches that they all started immediately trying to smoke so they didn't act like, if you want to be just like us butt out and like the next scene is them learning how to smoke so they don't so they don't seem like those people mm-hmm. All right. anyway yeah digress. so and the opal room will take over the space formerly home to the ghost bar the original nightclub at the property and the concept that inspired the vegas nightclub revolution Hamden is expected to open in early 2018 it is unclear when the new nightclub will debut that's kind of disappointing that the ghost bar is going away yeah, but I mean, that just was 20 years ago. I know, but it's just kind of an iconic 
I yeah. Mean, the ghost bar was a cool name. Opal Room? I totally agree with you. And there's a lot of things like oh, Stardust being one of them. That that seems to me like a name that you, you buy, you know, and you open and yeah. you reuse. Now you I renovate it in such a way that makes it still cool and relevant. Right. I know they argue that they tried the El Rancho, but I don't think that, that I think that's a poor example. They that tried the Aladdin, idea. and I think that was kind of a shitty situation. I just I, I think that name transcends. Because the Aladdin and the El Rancho both seem too themed to me. The ghost bar could be so many different iterations yeah. of what a ghost yeah, bar is. Yeah, because it's not like the fucking ghost bar had ghosts in it or something. Right. It could be anything. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Apparently, a craps cheater was arrested. This is fascinating. And anybody who's played craps will find this dumbfounding. A man was arrested last week at the Flamingo on 18 counts of cheating at a craps game. The method in which he used is known as dice sliding. This is where the player sets the dice to the number that they would like, then throws them in a way that prevents them from rolling ensuring the result of the roll is the number that they wanted. It's actually a pretty impressive skill, but it isn't only forbidden because it gives the player an advantage. It doesn't allow for the dice to make contact with the back wall of the craps table, a rule intentionally created to prevent dice sliding. The accused is currently in a Clark County jail with a $90,000 bail set. If convicted, he faces one to six years in prison and a fine of up to $10,000 per offense. So, hold on a second. Go ahead. I'm not even going to stop you because I'll bet you're going to touch them all. How the fuck do you get away with doing this 18 times? Yes! It must have been at different tables because if, if you ever don't hit the back wall once. Yeah, you get a warning right off warning. the bat. If right you do it bat. twice, then the pit boss comes over and is like, you have to hit that back wall. Yeah. 18 times in a row? No fucking way. Yeah. So unless they have him on camera just jumping from table to table to table doing this, how the hell do you do that 18 times? I have no idea. And you would think something like that if you're within the same fucking property. And maybe it isn't. Maybe we're going to find out, oh, no, this guy was all over Vegas. And, and that's how they caught him. But, man, that's fucking crazy to me. Eight, I mean, first of all, that he could do it 18 times is amazing. That the The only way that he could possibly hit the back wall, and this is... Any, any book, if you get into craps enough and you read a, a dice-controlling book, they claim there is a way that you could throw them so it will then hit the back wall but miss this tiny little gap between where the padding is and where the felt is that has all these little diamonds that intentionally causes it to ricochet in an unpredetermined pattern. It's intentionally designed that way. Okay. That if you hit this area... It will, if not prevent it from rolling, it will limit the roll because it's basically just a flat little area where it would whack and go against it. But still, still, even that, you would think that they would give them shit for because I have to imagine, I would catch if somebody threw it like, holy shit, did you see what he just did? That was amazing. Oh, yeah. It, other players would notice and everyone else would. And so, too, I'm thinking that really instead of it being a throw, it's more of a slide across the table. And depending on where it's, you're it's at, it's the pendulum. It's that. It's that thing. That's how they supposedly do it. You know how you see some people just hold it and chuck them like that. That. That's how it's supposed to be. Okay, done. so it's definitely a skill. I. I guess in my head, I was envision, envisioning that he slided across the table. I'm like, how do you do that when there's chips, like laid out all over the place? Because like, <laughs> you have to. You can't throw it at the table by the end. Uh, you can't throw it at the end of the table. That's that's on the to half you. that you're on. You right. have to throw it to the other yeah, end. You got to so get past all. You got to throw chips. it across the croupier. 
Right. So unless you were like in the back corner, like on the dealer side, you might be able to slide it across. Or if somehow you're getting in between, um, if you're on the, the, the full front side between the pass line and where the dealer or the, the yeah, the pass line in the wall, like you'd have to slide it down there. Otherwise, I don't know how you do it. Yeah. I, th- I think I think the idea is you're sliding them through the air. You just slide. Yeah. I, I don't. Well, I don't. then that's an even more impressive skill. Oh yeah. That, well, that is what it's meant. As you are sliding them through the air, you're you're tossing so they, them and they just and they land. don't move. They just land. Yeah. That's crazy. It's. I mean, I it it is possible. The 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 real trick is the people who who will argue that they're they can do it, but they hit that tiny little area. Which isn't a technical, but but I mean, on it, it's it's a Vegas casino. It's a private property. They can throw you out for fucking anything. Yeah, but so, then to get you arrested for it is something different. Well, you, well, because that is considered cheating. I mean, you, uh, you are to throw the dice. So that's why they can't. Well, they are throwing the dice. They're maybe, throwing the dice. Maybe it's it, cast, throwing. Throwing is acting maybe in it's emotion. Cast the die. I don't know. I know that I know there's verbiage that the the point is you have to do it a certain way. So they are are. Rolled. Yeah, I, I just number one. Maybe that's what who it is. That maybe maybe that's what it is. You have to roll the dice, and that wouldn't be that would be tossing them or throwing them. Maybe that's what it is. No, you because people throw dice. it all the time. They and they'll hit. The yeah, back but if wall, they hit but... the wall, then they'll roll. I don't know, but yeah, that's I, that's so interesting too. Eighteen counts, you could face up to eighteen years in prison. Like on, on the on the best version of of, of that. 18 years in prison, like going, what are, you, what are you in for? If he's convicted of every single one. I'd, I'd let this imagination run here. Like, you know, what, what are you in for? Like, I said dice. <laughs> <laughs> Although, no, he'll be a hot commodity in prison because they'll want him in the, in, in the indoor prison dice game. Right. <laughs> All right. So that's going to do it for the news. Let's move into prop bets. For those of you that are unfamiliar and who listening to the show is now, Prop Bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, oh, I'm not going to be able to say this word. I actually think I've got it. Go ahead. No, no, go for it. No, because you're making it, I'm going to sound silly. All right, who cares? Payard, pet, oh, I want to say pastry, and that's not it. I was going to say pastiri, but. No, but it, you got to do the pat, pat, is, is sorry? Had a ser- <laughs> I, hear, I hear Alistair saying it, but I can't hear it clearly, so I, I can't replicate it. Alistair, where are you? <laughs> anyway, Payard, Pat, Isuri, and Easter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's going to murder me for that one. But it has closed at Caesar's Palace. If anybody knew where it was, I've never heard of it. <laughs> so, reno- uh, so renovations to the tune of $2.2 million can begin in preparation for Giada's new fast, casual restaurant, Pronto by Giada. Plans are to open in early 2018 in the space located near the entrance to Mr. Chow's across from Rouse and the Bacchanal Buffet. I didn't realize all those things were there. I mean, I, I thought I saw the Bacchanal Buffet or at least signs for it when we were at Mr. Chow's, but I, I wasn't really paying um, a ton no, of attention. I know that there was that little uh, cafe across the corner. Or across Maybe the that's Rouse. It could be. Yeah. yeah. Vital Vegas reports that the Golden Goose, this is awesome news, that the Golden Goose and the Las Vegas Club baseball player signage have been acquired by the Downtown Project Group and will likely be added to the big rig jig Burning Man structure currently on display at the closed Ferguson's Motel. Hooray, 
Yay. Yay. Now, now you just have to open Ferguson's because right now it is currently surrounded by a chain link fence with barbed wire on the top so you don't get in there. <laughs> as long as you can see it. I agree. And I know that they have plans for that thing, but you're going to have to make them pretty significant because who's going to go and stay on Fremont East in a fucking motel? Yeah. Yeah. But if you make it cool enough, maybe. Well, if it's a motel, you could almost turn it into, like, Container Park 2.0. Each I, of the rooms could become a little shop. I know they were talking about it becoming something like a club or something. Not not like that. I, I know. I saw your look right away. Not that kind of club. Like like a... I'm thinking of a sex club at no, that no, no, point. No, no, you no, 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 no. You have all the no. rooms. You're just, all right, take it. No, 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 no. We no. have this it, theme room and that theme room a, and this a, theme a room. A club like an athletic club or something like that. Like some unique, cool... Hybrid, you know, downtown project fucking people. They're they, they, they took old shipping containers, and made a park out of them. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, that kind of idea. Okay. So. Las Vegas journalist Robin Leach, poor guy, had a mini stroke last week while vacationing in Cabo San Lucas. Upon learning of the issue, his son chartered a flight to bring his father home to Nevada to begin treatment. His column in the RJ is on indefinite hold while he recovers, which he is expected to do. I always think that's funny when they go. It was just a mini one. You just had a mini stroke. Well, there, there are big differences. No, I, I can imagine. It just, it, it sounds How old is amusing. He? I mean, he's gotta be. Well, if you were, he was old when he did lifestyles of the rich and famous right, in I'm, the eighties, and that was the eighties, right? Yeah. I, I, although maybe he's just one of those people that that grayed really young. It wasn't just gray. He was fat and wrinkly. Then. Well, it was white. Maybe he's just always been a heavy guy with white hair. There, so I'm not going to Google it or ask Siri. I mean, I'm no, no offense, Robin Leach, but <laughs> I, I don't care how old you are. <laughs> is, is all I'm trying to say. <laughs> Bestoflasvegas.com is reporting that local pizza place Naked City Pizza is taking over the space currently occupied by Pizza Lotto at El Cortez. There's a lot of bad pizza names right there. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Sometime after January 1st is the only ETA given. See, there's the idea so wait, what, of... What the hell does Naked City Pizza mean? Naked City is supposed to be local, so I guess Sin City, Naked City is maybe another version of that name. I don't know. It's a bad name. Yeah, and, and throwing that into food, like, I don't really want to... Like, I don't idea, want naked pizza making your... Naked people making your pizza? Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't really... I, I don't... The idea of being naked and eating in general doesn't sound appealing to me. Yeah. yeah, but the name is better than Pizza Lotto. Pizza Lotto. <laughs> it sounds like something that you would find at like Excalibur at some point. You know, like Pizza Lotto. <laughs> like, get it? It's a Lotto. It, and then it's a pizza. I'm like, <laughs> no, no, don't. Don't do that. <laughs> Eater Vegas reports that multiple restaurants at Mandalay Bay will go dark for periods of time during the month of December, as apparently even restaurants need some R&R. Charlie Palmer's Ariola will be closed December 3rd through the 4th, then again from December 10th to the 21st. Lupo by Wolfgang Puck has already stopped serving for the year and doesn't plan to reopen until December 29th. What? Right? And then Red Square will close from December 13th through the 25th. And Fleur by Fleur Keller will Ube. close from December 2nd to the 23rd. So they have no dining options? I've been doing this for five years. Never heard this before. Never heard it. And it doesn't say that they're they're getting a like a no. deep clean, they're being it, do, it, it doesn't say that and maybe maybe 
they have read this before and I just have missed it and maybe it really is. Maybe this is one of those situations where Eater Vegas is reported every year and I've missed it and they're like, I'm not going to tell you what they're doing again. Honestly, at this point in time, I look at this and say, well, don't stay at Mandalay Bay right before Christmas because nothing's going to be open. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, you have to think Except it's got to be a, a downtime or something. Like, maybe that's why. But that seems crazy to but me. But then just close it during the week when nobody's there. I mean, to, I, do, you would to still... do Lupo, it's closed now until the end of December? Yeah, I mean, I, what the hell? I don't, I don't get it. Unless, unless like, you just don't fucking get time off. Like, oh, no, no, no. If you work in a Vegas restaurant, no, you don't get time off. When you consider they don't have, like, breakfast or lunch hours, when you consider that, like, they're open, like, seven days a week, even for dinner, only for dinner, like, maybe, maybe they're just like, no, 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 you don't get vacation time. This is the only time you get. But, that, no, that's... The, the servers get vacation time. Everybody gets vacation time. I, I, I'm I'm grasping at straws here because I'm with well, you. I really, don't get it. Because even like by Wolfgang Puck, Wolfgang Puck may own it. He is not there all well, the time. Of course he isn't. And even okay, so even if he does have an executive chef, you're an executive chef for a reason. You're not there doing the cooking. It, it's this is insane. Not to mention with the with the unions in uh, in Vegas, there's no way they'd let that shit go. Right. <laughs> The people that brought you the Dorsey at the Venetian are currently finishing up work on their new bar, Rosino. Rosina. Uh, Rosina. Rosina. Okay, not Italian is what I'm guessing. Oh, it is in the Venetian. At Palazzo. Rosina at Palazzo. Oh, stop. I'm Italian, I get away with that. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's why it's bad. <laughs> That's why it's bad. The, the Art Deco styled bar is located near the elevators of the property plans to open sometime in December and feature a champagne call button. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, we won't be visiting that. It appears that the announced merger... It's lame. Everything's lame. <laughs> it appears that the announced merger of nightclub brands Hakkasan and SBE Entertainment has been abandoned as SBE released their expansion plans through the year 2021 and there was no mention of a deal between them. Too much consolidation. Juice Press, an organic food and beverage retailer best known for their cold pressed juices, will be. <laughs> I don't know why that's amusing right now. Cold pressed juices. <laughs> they There's will... a lot of different directions you could go right, with that, yeah. so I'm just not going to let <laughs> They that. will be opening their first location in Nevada, specifically in Bellagio. Yes, staying at the property or using the spa will be able to order from the menu and have it delivered to them. Where it will be located in the property wasn't revealed. Actually, I like this for the spa. Yeah, I thought that too. I, I thought that seemed like a cooler idea than it having a retail location or even being delivered to the room. Like if it was like only by the pool or the spa, I'm like... Okay, all right, I get, I get yeah, where you're going with that. Yeah, the pool and the spa makes sense to me. Yeah. I don't know that I'd ever go up to, ooh, I want a cold-pressed juice. Yeah. It, it, it almost seems, I mean, it, the concept in general has an air of douche to it, but it it's less when you're doing a spa or like a pool, like pampering things. You're like, oh, well, yeah, I'm obviously going to have nicer things. I'm going to press some juice. <laughs> I don't want squeezed juice. I want it pressed. <laughs> <laughs> Press those juices out of there. Come on. Give me those juices. Give me those juices. Oh. This week. This one's mine. Oh, see? I got lost. <laughs> because I actually like this one. This one made me happy. This week it was reported that Caesars Entertainment donated 
1,300 rooms worth of furniture from renovated guest rooms at Harris and Bally's to Habitat for Humanity. Good on you, Caesar. See, and that's the kind of, like, I, we talked a million times about how I'm like, ugh, effort. I'm not making effort. But on the flip side, charity gets spoiled by us because we're like, what are we going to do with all this shit? Like, well, we can sell it on eBay. Like, ugh, reeks of effort. And and especially when you call them and they'll just come pick it up. Yeah, like, here, take all these things. The, like, the are you one, sure? The one downside to this is that I just, you know, if somebody gets donated Habitat for Humanity, they get a house. Oh, thank you very much. Where did all the furniture come from? Oh, it came out of one of the rooms at, at Bally's. Ew. Hey, Bally's is nice. Well, I was like, how many people have slept on this and or touched this? And yeah, now I got to touch. That's the only downside. Harris, I'd be a little more concerned with than Bally's, but I'm sure both are equally gross. I'm, yeah. Anything, anything hey, touched by the public that it's, much. It's not circus circus. You know, so not the truth, yeah. Both Vegas locations of New York's famous Papaya King hot dog closed this week. While Papaya King has existed in New York since 1932, their location across the street from the Hard Rock only just made it to their one-year anniversary, while their 24-hour-a-day location in the Hawaiian Marketplace on the Strip opened in March of this year. And so I just have to say that I'm not surprised that they're closed, number one, because the name is stupid. And I've never got it either. Number two, because their locations suck. Yeah, but it's hot dogs. Where, where else are you going to put... A Pink's is in the middle of... Oh, uh, fuck. Uh, yeah, my entire argument was lost with that. Right? <laughs> and they've done pretty fucking good. Yeah, when yeah. you put one across the street from Hard Rock... And I'm guessing... I My guess is this is not a you know, street vendor hot dog pricing. Like... This Papaya is gonna, King? I, I would my guess think, is right? it's going to be expensive. And I so if you're across the street from Hard Rock, you're not getting the clientele that are going to pay five, six bucks. Well, no, 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 Remember, no, no, no. Hold on. There is a Morton's down there in that same area. So you do. But get that's a people. steakhouse. That is not. Okay. Ooh, I'm what? Just, I'm hungry. I want an okay, expensive I'm, hot dog. I'm just saying that area would have overly priced things. That, that one location. <laughs> and then the Hawaiian Marketplace. Is not a See, place I actually thought go. that was a place, but to your point, are you going to You're get expensive going to hot Hawaiian dogs? I'm not going to marketplace to for, get. Yeah. I, I'll walk a little bit farther and go to Pink's. <laughs> That's just, it's not happening. All right. And in an attempt to remove reminders of a certain incident that happened recently in Las Vegas, the billboard advertising the Route 91 Harvest Music Festival was removed to reveal that apparently the base layer of that signage is the advertisement for Luxor's grand opening, quote, coming. October 1993. <laughs> MGM spokeswoman confirmed that it was simply old signage that will soon be replaced with a new message. It's a billboard. I, Put something else over the top of I it. I thought the same thing because they're like, oh, apparently it's the base later. I'm like, so wait a minute. So You had no other message you could put up. Yeah, and Harvest 91 was not like the last thing. It hasn't been up there for fucking years since 1993. Right. So yeah, I'm like, wasn't there something you could have thrown up over that? And how how have you been stripping it down all the I mean, are you stripping it down and then quickly putting one right over top of it like no one can say the Luxor thing? And how is it I uh, see I, I know you don't know this joke, but uh, people who watch The Office, it reminds me of the episode where Jim bought his old parents' house and showed it to Pam and he had this weird crocheted clown 
framed picture attached to the wall that they couldn't get down that I'm like, what the fuck did you do to the Luxor signage that you can't get it down? Like, well, it was the first one we put up and we used some heavy duty glue at that time. We have not been able to get that thing down since then. So it wasn't actually, that that was actually the base of the billboard. They just built the sign. <laughs> right? the, the Luxor coming Luxor soon. financed that. That, that that's, that's the secret. They built it and going, this is how it started. This is the base layer. Forever, it'll be this. I know it's done. All right, that's going to do it for news and prop bets. And next, we're just going to jump right into the river. Okay, so we do have a voice memo with some listener feedback. Yes, it is from our friend of the show and local screener. <laughs> Our local expert. Christina, a.k.a. at Raising Las Vegas. C60 Vegas Screenhouse, currently running the Vegas Marathon. Running past our favorite, Cosmopolitan, my name is Hollywood, giving a shout-out to the podcast, C60 Vegas. Mark, Harris, Tony, I gotta complete this race. Let's go. <laughs> Oh my God, I love her so much. It just sounds painful. That alone, I'm like, stop! Please stop doing that to yourself! <laughs> it's really impressive. Good for her. That, I'll tell you what, that would be something to me. I've said it before, you know, if we ever moved to Vegas, I could see getting more in shape doing something like that because I could walk all up and down that thing. And then the idea of running down the street, well, I could if see... They have a, if they have a half or a 5K... Or something like that instead, which is only so five k is like one mile. Yeah, I, I really wouldn't care. What I would be like, where do we get to start? Like, well, you'll start at Mandalay Bay. Like, where do we end? Stratosphere. Or like, well, we end over here. Like, okay, I'm gonna stop at Stratosphere just so we know, because I'm not. There's really no reason for me to continue at that point. So, okay, this is me being girly, and I'm probably gonna get choked up because I'm stupid. It's been a long weekend. I love her so much. Well, no, so you can hear her running. Yeah. And the fact number one that she. In the middle of her running a marathon, 26.2 miles, which again is like stupid and crazy. You know, she stops to think, all right, I'm going to record a message to send to these guys. She didn't stop. She was running while well, she did. Okay, that's what I mean. She's running and she's like, all right, I'm gonna, while I'm running, I'm going to record this. Uh, girl, you're crazy and I can't believe you were thinking about us then and I love you for it. She's awesome. But then second, when you hear the people on the street, they're yelling and cheering. That is so awesome. What other race do you run down? And I don't know. I've never been to a marathon. I know, right? Maybe they all do it, but it just sounds so cool to be running and you just hear people like yelling, you know, cheering you on and yelling for you and stuff. It's really awesome. Shut up. <laughs> yes, Karen's a big old softy. That's a secret that nobody knows. <laughs> I think everyone knows. Uh, <laughs> Long weekend. She's an awesome person. I agree. They're proud of her, and I'm proud of her, and I'm proud of Phil and everybody else that, that you know participated in the marathon. And yeah, it's really cool. Good for them. We tease, but because we envy. <laughs> Not envy completely. I'm amazed that um, I'm more amazed. That Baffled. No, I, I'm I'm amazed and Astounded. impressed. No, <laughs> can I finish? <laughs> they set a goal that to me is completely insane, but they just obviously did it. Regardless, and at different, you know, they came from different stages of their life and said, "I want to run a marathon. I want to run a half marathon." I'm like, I've, I have not found anything that has motivated me that much to say I'm going to train for this long and get in the shape to do this and basically, you know, hurt myself. Like, I just, I'm impressed that they have that level of dedication. Oh, uh, you know what? I can't stand my toenails. Did you know you can get rid of those? <laughs> really? Tell me more. All you got to do is run for 20 <laughs> right? in a single setting. Well, let me think. 
I hate them 26 miles worth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Well, that's going to do it for episode 251. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com. You can support the show by purchasing things from our affiliates at amazon.com, tickets.accessvegas.com, or you can just make PayPal donations. You can buy merchandise from our store, zazzle.com slash 360vegas, or you can help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. And if you're not sure how to record audio with your smartphone, and apparently it's not that difficult because Christina could do it while running a marathon, we have instructions on how to do that on the blog's main page as well. Karen, where can folks find you? I am at Karen Mark. She just told you where you can find me. So until next time. 